So welcome everyone, welcome back. And how was everybody's um, last 24 hours? How was everything going? Was good. Um, uh, uh, well, I think what I'll do, I'll, I know, so I feel like a dentist right now. Because yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you all how, uh, how it went and then... Um, Everybody knows how that how that's going to work out if we all start yeah. talking at the same time. Yeah, and then I'm stopping you from speaking. Okay, so I'm going to mute all first. I'm going to get, you know, get the instruments out of your mouth before asking you the question. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's uh, let's go around and find out how everybody's doing. So, um, Bogoslava, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. I was working on my superpower. I want to back that feeling and I said, okay, I have to do change some memories. So it's going to be back and forth quicker. Yes. And I was working, working, and then the memory was hard to change, kind of didn't want to change much. And I a little bit stopped and I have the song, Love My Life here. Oh, yes. yes. And I start to sing it and I start to feel good and I start good. to feel more powerful. And I say, oh, this is awesome. Good. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm good. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad. Good job, you. Well done. Yeah. Excellent. Yay. And thank you for sharing that. That's wonderful to hear. Thank you. And going on to Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Good morning. You look particularly beautiful today, I have to say. And you always look lovely, but you look particularly lovely today. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hair is right back and I thought it was too severe, but because I know oh. I have a fringe. Oh, okay. Well, whatever you've done, it suits you and you look lovely. Oh, thank you, Oli. <laughs> You're I welcome. To, I have to say thank you. Normally there's, oh, you need a pair of glasses. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I used to have that as well. So whenever somebody complimented me, I always said, oh, it's, just, oh, you know, I would bat it back to them. Don't send me any compliments because I was really uncomfortable. And it's amazing once you start just going, thank you. You know what somebody actually pointed out to me once that made the difference for me is someone said, when someone compliments you, it's like they're giving you a gift. And if you say, if you reject the compliment or excuse it or any, in any way, it's like it's going, I don't want your gift. Thank you. <laughs> you could take it back. And that made a huge difference to me. Whereas if you say, thank you, it makes them feel nice because they've given you something. So that made a different a shift in my head back then. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. <laughs> and how are you doing today? <clears throat> yes, everything is still good. Um, everything is still good. I didn't. Um, my um, my um, rock and roll thing with um, Robbie Williams song. Yes, I didn't do it. Um, I for some unknown reason I. I don't like him, so I thought I'm not listening oh, okay. to him. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe there's something there. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I picked out, so I didn't sing it, you know, to everybody singing it and me singing it. I thought, no, I can't do this. And uh, but I did pick out five, you know, the wee lines. Yes. And um, I believe them to be true, so I'm going to say them now. Good. Because I love my life. I am free. I am magical, I am powerful, and I am me. Very, very good. Perfect. Yes, excellent. And then just use those to, to remind yourself of who you really are. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, Katrina. And thank you for sharing that as well, because that's useful for, for others as well to be able to do that. It's a very good idea. Yeah. Fantastic. Yay, thank you. And well done. Good job. All right, and then we're going to go on to Kara. Hi, Kara. How are you today? I am much better. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. Yes. yes. Lovely. I um, I had I sent the song to my children. Yes. And that was nice. And I really had a shift from yesterday. I want to thank everyone. Oh, good. You're very welcome. Um, I feel like I really had a shift, and um. It's funny, I was talking to a woman on Facebook who I, she's a Facebook friend, but I don't really know her. Uh -huh. And her mom had recently passed. 
And I really didn't address that or anything. We were just having a conversation. And this morning, she said she insists on sending me some money for the Reiki session. <laughs> and wow. I didn't do any Reiki. And, I, and she said, now, don't, don't decline because <clears throat> you'll block prosperity for both of us. And I said, well, how can I refuse then? When you That's said, right. I thought that was a good tactic uh, to get somebody not to refuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is wonderful, Kara. Well done. Yeah. And well done, not just for accepting that, but well done also for uh, doing whatever you did inside you that allowed that, that opened you up yeah. for that, for that to, ha to happen. You know, so obviously, as you know, you created that and that's fantastic. Well done. So proud of you and so excited for you. And thank you for sharing it as well, because obviously... Mm -hmm. You know, whenever any of you share these one, these you know uh, insights and experiences, and that of course it's inspiring and encouraging everyone else as well. That it's you know things are possible. Yay for you! And any questions for today? No, not that I can. All right, very good. Thank you. And Carrie, good morning, Carrie. How are you today? I'm alright. Thank you. How are you? Good. I'm very good. Thank you. And do you have any questions for today or any comments or? Um, yes. I was wondering how do you sustain that feeling of unconditional love um, all day? Good question. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, love. I'm sorry, hold on a second. Sorry. There we go. Uh-huh. Um because I'm sorry. It's okay. Um well because I have noticed that I can do it with my eyes closed, but God forbid I open my eyes. And like, God forbid I move my body a little bit. Okay. Okay, and so, sorry. I and then I lose the feeling. Okay, so um, and that's so that's normal. Um, for you know, it, it's part of part of developing the ability, and the 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 key is to start practicing it just little by little. So take smaller steps. So you get into it. So you can do it with your eyes closed and, and being still, and then try just opening your eyes. And as you open your eyes, see if you can maintain that state. And as soon as you lose the state, close your eyes again and go back to it and do that until, so keep doing that until you're able to open your eyes and maintain that state. And you can use, excuse me, an object in your environment, if you like to, as if you're aiming it at that, like as if you've got like um, a torch or a water gun or something. And so you're aiming it at a particular uh, object. So let's say you're sitting in your, on your, at your dining room table or wherever, and there's a coffee mug. So have your eyes closed, get into that feeling, make it really strong, and then open your eyes slowly looking at your coffee mug and see if you can keep that going while you look at the coffee mug. And then once you're able to do that, and each time you can't, that's okay. Just close your eyes again, get back into it. Remember, this is like um, reps of, of lifting, lifting light weights to, to build your muscle, to build that, that, um, that stamina, that strength. So do little bits at a time. And then once you can do that, then try aiming at something else. And just build on it, build on it until you're able to do it sitting still with your eyes open. Then you do it with your eyes closed again, get into it again, and just move one part of your body, just something, even if it's just a, you know, a finger or a toe, and maintain it. And again, build on that, build on that, build on that. And once you're able to move more easily while maintaining it, maintaining that state, then you can do, combine the two of opening your eyes and moving. Does that make sense? 
Yes, it does. Very good. Very Thanks. good. Building, building, building. Good job, sweetheart. That's fantastic. It's good that you've, that, and thank you for mentioning that because again, you won't be the only one. I'm sure there are others who, who needed to hear that as well. So very good. Thank you. And hi to your daughter. <laughs> yes, hi, hi. Hi. She's lovely. All right. Very good. And now Caro. Good morning, Caro. How are you today? Hello. Um, I'm good. And you? Very good. Thank you. Do you have any questions today? Uh, not really. No. All right. Very good. Nice to see you. Thank you. All right. And then we're on to who else is on camera? Oh, Wanda. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't see. <laughs> there you are. Hey, I'm how are you today? Good. I love I that yellow. You. The yellow of that top you're wearing is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. So um, first, I want to apologize for yesterday because I got disconnected. I was so clo close to my computer uh -huh. and I got scared that I will be disconnected from my job. Oh, and then, yeah. um, so then I move away and say, I'm not going to try. I'm going to try it in a different room today. Right. So um, uh, apologize for that. That's I went in and out. And I haven't listened to the recording for yesterday either. Uh, it's not up uh, yet. So just to let you all know, um, oh, okay. Steve had a like back-to-back -back clients yesterday afternoon, um, uh, finishing quite late yesterday evening. So he hasn't been able, and he does the editing. So unfortunately, he hasn't been able to to do that yet um, for yesterday's one. But um, we are hoping uh, he'll be able to get it catch up a little bit today. And um, yeah, it's been, we've both been incredibly busy lately. So this week has been really, really busy with with people, you know, meetings and clients and that sort of thing. So, but it it will uh, we'll get it up as soon as we can. So that's it. So I have an update. I tried to do the non-judgment thing. Yeah. And um, I got a little frustrated because I couldn't. Do it. It was okay. like every time I try, it was like so constant. So I forget I'm not gonna do that. And so then I started doing the um, sending the love and, and appreciation for the things that were not going right. Good. Uh, somebody didn't do anything. I, I, first I started with me saying like um, I I love the fact that you can be judgmental, and then I love the fact that somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do. They didn't wash the dishes and. I love the fact that I don't want to be dealing with this virus. So kind of like I was just send, loving everything and I, I, I was able to do that. Well so done. That, that yeah. is such a great example. That, yeah. That's perfect. And thank you for sharing that um, mm -hmm. as a reminder for everyone as well. So uh, that, you know, whatever comes up, I love that. I love that. And you can, you can even get like I used to uh, get a little stubborn about it. <laughs> so, well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love, yeah. I yeah. feel that that worked better than trying not to be judgmental. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Well done. And so regarding the letter, um, so what happened when you, when you tried to do it? So when you say you couldn't do it, what, what happened when you tried? No, I didn't try to do letter. Oh. Uh, no. Oh, I, I, I didn't. No, it's just try not to be judgmental. Oh, like it's just doing. I, trying to not in my mind not to be I so critical see. in my mind and complaining that you know they didn't do this you need to do that somebody didn't so right. I, I, I was being judgmental like every second oh that's where I got judgment I, I was thinking due justice ah yes no, okay, yeah so I decided let me just do the love part and then I was able yeah. to do that one oh mm -hmm. fantastic yes excellent thank you for that perfect perfect example and did you have any questions for today Wanda? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. Thank you. And so now I'm going to go to the chat. Um, so someone says, fantastic. Yesterday's session was fantastic. Can't wait for the video replay so I can do the weight food meditation. Yes. So we're sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, the delay on that one, but we will get that up hopefully today. Um, and beautiful very good oh and that's it oh uh, we thank you for all you do that's lovely thank you and um 
uh, not sure what that means, but yes. I, oh, I know, I know. I wrote something here for myself to remind me. I, <laughs> I came up with this phrase this morning. Um, Steve and I were talking and, and it just came out of my mouth. And I say, I often say to Steve, does that sound as good outside of my head as it does inside my head? <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes I don't know. But see if this is useful for any of you. And it's, it's with regards to, um, you know, references. So things that you feel are, are holding you back or anything at all, something that you experience. And I came up with the phrase, find it, love it, change it in that order. So you find it. So you find the, you know, the, the feeling or the reference from childhood or whatever it is, you find it then you love it. So the love is the next stage. So you get into that state, that state of unconditional love, send love to whatever it may be. And if you know what it is, that's fine. You can send it to that. If you don't know what it is, have the intention that you're sending that love to whatever it may be good because your, uh, your subconscious knows what it is. So you find it, then you love it. And then you change it because then you, it's easier to change it and you do want to change it. So uh, I'm going to give you an example. Um, something actually that came up quite recently for me that I wasn't aware of uh, was a, I, ha, I know what it was. I identified that I have this um, compulsion to understand. So if somebody is, you know, being mean or they're doing something that seems in Congress or, or there's something, whatever it is, or something's unfair, I have this overwhelming drive to understand. So I want to, I want to ask them the questions. I want to say, okay, but so what about this and how and why and, you know, and all of that. And I was, I said to Steve, it's, there's something there because it's a very strong, it's not just like, oh, I'm curious or I'm interested. It's like, I need to understand. And so I looked for it in my childhood and I've changed my child, you know, pretty much my whole childhood. But of course there are things that we are, that are uh, hidden that we only uncover sometimes as we go. And uh, something that I experienced uh, when I was about three years old, my, my father disappeared. He left and we were told that he was working and that he would come back. And he, of course, he never did. And so one of the big things for me with money was changing that where my dad, because money for me, every time I, I was expecting money and then it wouldn't turn up and it was that kind of thing. So I changed that. So my dad now, you know, in my childhood, he's there. I've put him in my whole childhood. And, um, and my dad is in my life now, by the way, we, we found him, <laughs> he's, he's living in Vegas and he, he's lovely and we keep in contact and that, so that, you know, as an adult, that's all lovely. Um, but I thought, so this feeling of needing to understand, and it was actually Steve pointed out, um, perhaps there was that feeling of not understanding why your dad wasn't there. And suddenly the scene came to my mind of being in boarding school as a teenager. And I, I remember thinking, I don't understand if he loves us, how is, it, how is it possible for him to not at least check up on us, find out how we're doing? It doesn't make sense. And I remember that, that you know, it's the same feeling that I have now sometimes of, with technology as well. Like I can't understand why it doesn't work. So it was, I can't understand why, how a person can love their child and not, and just disappear, not even try and find out. So he must be dead or he must not, um, I can't be lovable. He must not love me. So my little brain kind of took that assumption. So I'd found it and then I loved it. So then I sent love to the whole, you know, the, the fact that, me in boarding school, the fact that he left, everything that it means, even if he didn't love me, all of that, I, I flooded the whole thing with unconditional love. And then of course changed it very quickly to now he's uh, the stepping stone. He sat down with me at boarding school. I put him in that scene and he explains to me and he's very apologetic and he says, I do love you. I just couldn't get there. And, you know, I created it that he was, um, 
he didn't have he, he was somewhere that didn't have any way of communicating that kind of thing so there's there's a good reason for it and then of course i changed it further where he's there all the time so so this is a really good example as well of when you think you've changed something but there's a little bit left so when you you, you know you've, you've changed it and then later if something comes up where you think but i thought i changed that it's important to recognize that it's not that it didn't work and it's not that you did anything wrong or you didn't change it it's just you missed a spot that you couldn't see at that time and now you can just change that little bit so that little bit extra so i had changed the whole thing but that piece in boarding school and the piece of it not making sense that bit i hadn't changed that's a piece of data that hadn't been changed and now it's changed so i hope that helps everyone as well to to show a, a real life recent example of of how how that kind of thing can work so find it love it change it all right so hopefully that helps and we've got some some chats here uh these calls have been so beneficial for me it helps with keeping the momentum of the love energy in a constant state that is wonderful to hear thank you and thank you lisa and and um and well done for coming to them for for being here because you know, um, we we love doing this, we love helping people and we love providing this kind of thing. But of course, the tricky bit is for, for people to actually take the action and and do it. And and there's, you know, natural human resistance to it and that. So we, we really are very, very proud of all of you for being consistent and lasting this long to be able to get the benefits. Yay for you. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, next one is any suggestions on how to get started with changing the childhood memories? I am really using the unconditional love, but I'm procrastinating on finding the memories I need to change. That's a, a very good question. And I know that we've said, you know, we won't go into too much of the childhood memory stuff here uh, in these sessions, but I, what I, I will give you uh, the answer to that because I think that it will help others as well. Um, so the first and you know, the more, as we work with more and more clients, we keep improving and changing what we're doing and making it stronger and, and we keep honing in and finding new ways of, um, of improving it. And so just now it's popping into my head um, with this find it, love it, change it. I think that um, the answer to that question is, so you've got the, you're using the unconditional love. So step one, is send that unconditional love to your entire childhood first. So just uh, get into your get into your superpower state, and then imagine just flooding the whole of your childhood, whatever's there, whatever it is. So you don't need to remember any details. You can just have that intention. I fill my whole childhood with this love. I love everyone and everything, starting with myself. You know, the little you. Make sure you're filling the little you first with that love, and then allow it to radiate out fill the whole thing so that's step one and that will prepave that will make changing the memories easier then step two on where to start with with the uh, childhood memories is there's two two ways of doing this the first way that we you know we were using before um is how do i know i have a problem how does it you know how does that feel and where in my childhood did i feel it so you can use that and change memories that way or what we've been using more now, uh, the, the way we kind of took it to the next level, is start at the beginning and just create a whole new childhood. So start with, I was born to these wonderful parents. Imagine your parents being uh, loving and that. And that, as you try and do that, you'll notice things come up to contradict it. So as you think, ah, oh, you know, like in my case, okay, so my parents, they were in love and they were so excited when I was born. And then immediately my conscious mind goes, no, 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 no. They fought all the time and your dad left when you were three, you know, so then you change that bit. So now imagine if he didn't leave and, and you use the technique that we teach to bring the emotions down to be able to change it. So because what we, we like to do less archaeology and more focusing on the end result which is a whole new childhood so less digging around looking for negative stuff because as you're digging around looking for the negative ones you're firing those neural connections and pumping stress chemicals into your system and you're making them stronger so you what you know sometimes you have to do that to to change them 
but we like to do less of that and more focusing on the whole new childhood creating those references so the aim is the ideal childhood and then of course when you need to you go back and change your parents childhoods and your grandparents childhoods because if they'd had different childhoods they would have been different adults and different parents and grandparents and um so that's the aim and then you just change anything that contradicts that so as it comes up you change it next and so on so you can take your time you can do it chronologically like that or you can do it according to topic um, which is asking those questions. So I hope that helps. And, but let us know if you, if you need more information on that. Um, I have, I have that too, and I'm absolutely driven to understand something. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, I have a situation where I likely will never know or get any answers. So it is driving me nuts. Oh, I know that feeling well. Uh, it seems so unfair emotionally to not have answers. So I come up with my own answers, which of course are probably not right. So it drives me crazy. Oh, I so understand. I can't tell you how well I understand that. Here's what helped me is the superpower. So because I also had quite a lot, um, you know, as an adult that didn't make sense and that I couldn't, you know, uh, and in fact, just recently I've had something um, similar to you, where it's someone very close to me, someone I love, and I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know why they they are the way they are. And the, the you know, I can feel that pull to go down the route of wondering and worrying and trying to sort it, trying to, trying to make it, you know, trying to help, trying to make it. And I remind myself and I pull back and I get into the state of unconditional love. So it's pulling out a little bit and becoming the observer, getting into that state of unconditional love and then sending that to them exactly as they are, whether they change or not, no matter what happens. And the funny thing is that I do that for a, a day or two and sometimes they contact me soon after that. So it, you know, it's, and they're going through whatever their stuff is and, I can't make that change. You know, we can only offer and be there and maintain our state of unconditional love and, and fill them with that love as much as we can. And then at least we're doing something when we can't do anything physically, we can't do anything with, you know, communication and that, but we can do it on that level. So I hope that helps. That really is the, so exactly as they are, whether it makes sense or not. And it's, it's, it can be tricky, but it's practice. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. So I hope that helps. Uh, well, that's great advice, Odile. Awesome. Good. You're, you're very welcome. Um, less archaeology. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I have the needing to understand also. And I think, I think maybe more of us uh, have that than, than I realized. Because from a child's perspective, nothing makes sense a lot of the time, you know, and so we are from children trying to make sense of things. And usually with children, what happens is it must be my fault. It must be about me because it doesn't make sense otherwise, because, you know, so I think that that program is there for a lot of us. So the, the superpower um, is, is a great antidote to that. Um, I think I will visualize having my day in court because I have lots to say. Good job. Yes, definitely do that. Um, as, as that, that's a good exercise. Uh, I'm processing a lot since yesterday. So I'm taking a tiny break, just listening today. Love you all. Very good. Um, thank you for that as well. And yes, so um, let's see, are there any other questions or targets to aim at or anything? And um, anybody, of course, who doesn't have the camera on who I haven't uh, checked in with, if you, you can either unmute yourself or you can pop it in the, in the chat if you have questions or anything. And it, Cara? Just wondering um, how long, how often and for how long you should practice childhood memories? Good question. Yes, very good question. So what we recommend is practice them as long as, in the same way you would a new phone number. So, you know, when you get a new phone number, you, you have to repeat it until it's in your, or in my case, as a new resident in America, your social security number. <laughs> it's taken me a while to do that. And so you practice it until it's in your head. 
and until you don't have to think about it anymore and if you when you need it it's just there it's it's already there so with childhood memories that's what i recommend and it's different for different people so and it's different for different memories so some memories you may just need to practice them you know a couple of times and then it's established and you you know that it's that it's there others may take a little longer so um the example i gave yesterday of that you know me waking up in the morning uh, sitting in bed at night with my parents reading bedtime story and that whole scenario from from the bedtime story through to waking up in the morning through to walking into the kitchen and them going there she is that whole scenario i practiced that every morning um and evening so morning when i first thing as soon as i was aware i was awake i got into the superpower state and practiced and ran through that just once and then during the day whenever i thought of it i i just while i was doing other things i just you know played it in my head and then at night as i was falling asleep superpower state and i played it through once and i did that for probably about a week and the reason I did it for that long and that frequently was because I felt like it was a very, um, it was a big jump. I, you know, that had been a big piece uh, of my childhood that I, that was new, that was foreign to, I mean, I, none of any of that <laughs> was familiar to me growing up. So I can tell you that that was a whole new, that was like a movie, you know, I've seen it in a movie somewhere. It was that kind of thing. So that's why I made sure that I practiced it until. So now when I think of my childhood, I, that's there. And that's how I know it's established. So it's when you think of, so like, for example, if you've changed your school, something to do with your school um, experiences, then as you go about your day, so you, you practice it. And then when you think of school, is that the first thing that comes to your mind? If it is, that's great. You don't need to practice it anymore. It's established. Does that help to answer that? It does. I was, I was also thinking of like how long per day because oh. I, I was feeling like, okay, I have to sit down and spend an hour with this piece list oh, no, in no. these memories, and I don't really look forward to it. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and you know, one of the things that I, um, actually, I made this, this decision before I even came across all of this kind of work was, um, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And if it ha if I have to do it, then I'll find a way to make it fun. Now, changing childhood memories, practicing childhood memories should not be a, a chore. It should not feel like oh, I have to do this. You know, I don't want to do it. Um, so definitely shorten it and, you know, do it um, while doing other things. So you don't have to sit down and dedicate the time to that. So one of the ideas is, and I think it's, it's someone in our community came up with this, with the, the superpower, but you can do it with your childhood, practicing childhood memories as well, is while you're watching TV, whenever there's a commercial break, play a childhood memory. You know, when you make a cup of tea or a coffee or whatever, just think about while you're waiting for the machine, while you're waiting for the coffee machine or the kettle, just think about daydream. So it's daydreaming more than I have to sit and do this because then it can feel like homework in school. You know, it can feel like uh, mm -hmm. that kind of thing and it, it shouldn't do. And while brushing your teeth, I can't tell you how, <laughs> how useful it is while brushing your teeth because you're standing there brushing your teeth you you can choose where your mind goes while you're doing that so you you know you can do it uh, brush your teeth mindfully that's also good you know actually be in the moment feel the brush and all of that or you can use it to practice superpower or to run through new childhood memories or to practice a touchstone. Mm -hmm. So I would say integrate it into your life. And that makes it much less of a chore and much more enjoyable, which means your brain will assimilate it more easily and faster as well. When you're on hold, when you're on hold with the cable. When you're, exactly. <laughs> That's the perfect time. <laughs> That's a very good point. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that it, it, the more of this work that you do and the, and the way that we incorporate all of this, is it's not about just changing the uh, random memories. It really is about completing and creating an entire new timeline. Right. So for me, I feel like uh, I'm in the process of creating this, this new motion picture or this new stage production of my life. So it's going back and rewinding rewinding the story replaying the story so 
I will intentionally like when I'm out doing a walk or I'll incorporate it as part of my meditation. It's like, okay, I'm just going to run the story of my grandparents, you know, their, their story, you know, that, that I've changed on the new timeline and, and just uh, see it like a movie. And I know that, uh, you know, Odile and I, you know, are fortunate that we have each other and we are engaged in this work, but, you know, like telling each other the new stories mm. is a powerful thing. Yeah. So um, I know that there are, um, I've got some clients that are engaged. Oh, uh, the one, uh, one of my clients, her husband isn't actively doing the work, but he's supportive enough that she's able to tell him the, her new stories. And he's now getting excited about that. And he's like, oh, that sounds really fun. I'm going to start changing my, my mother's childhood too. And now they're sharing those stories. And I think, you know, our subconscious, it doesn't understand the difference between imagination and reality. It's taking that information in. I know of another client that recorded her stories, yes. her new memories, and then just listened back to them. So hearing them you know, is also a powerful way of, of doing that too. That's right. And as you've been talking, Steve, I just come up with another idea. I don't know if it's something that will fly or not, but I just, I've just come up with the idea of creating a Facebook group where it's just for new memories so that everyone knows that, that you know, everything in this Facebook group is about rewrites, is coming from rewriting and where you can share, you know, I, my grandparents were, you know, uh, successful investors and you know you can and that might be useful for people we can see and you can share with each other which means that you can read other people's it gives you ideas oh yeah I can use that yeah that so sounds people, great yeah that might you know, be a good idea right yeah the I love um, yeah I love good. the idea of the movie <clears throat> yes yes resonates with me and I was in a group <clears throat> a support kind of group once where um, no one knew each other because we just came together for this seminar, this, right. I guess, like a, a workshop. So what we were told to do is to introduce ourselves with the way we wish we were. Ah, nice. And so we, we didn't know what was real, you know, Very which was good. good. You know, yes. so we see each other and, and reflect that back to each other. Fantastic. And I'll tell you what else that would be useful for is to catch any resistance to doing that. Because as you said that, I thought, yeah, you know what? A few years ago, I would have had resistance to doing that. Yeah. I would have felt like, no, but they need to know. <laughs> they need to know how bad things are so that they can help me or something. You know? <laughs> so that would be good to, to identify those kind of programs as well. Very yeah. good. Thank you, Kara. Fantastic. And so now we've had another question here in the chat. Um, if you create a new childhood, will you forget the one you, rem you remember one day? And uh, what if you talk to your relatives and they would remember your old child, your childhood as it was, should you talk to them about the new created childhood? And should you write uh, about your childhood on a piece of paper. Okay, those are very good questions. Thank you. And and there, um, you know, a lot of people have those questions. So the first part, the first question, if you create a new childhood, will you forget the one you, uh, the, you know, the old one one day? Um, it, so it depends on whether you want to or not. So you're, you know, you're changing the, the information in the subconscious. And why the conscious mind can tell the difference between reality and imagination. That's one of the benefits of the, of the conscious mind. The subconscious can't tell the difference. So, for example, I have changed my whole childhood. Uh, and I mean completely. I mean, you know, I don't, didn't even grow up in the same country anymore. So um, the, my, the house is, everything is completely different. Now, when I think of my childhood, I go immediately to that new childhood that is wonderful. However, if I have to answer any questions, I can give you all, you know, I can give you the, the real, the, what originally happened. So I can tell you that I was born into a circus family, that, you know, I grew up in South Africa and there was a lot of moving around. And I can tell you all of the, the actual, the, the, the real history. But I don't think about any of that unless I have to 
talk about, you know, and unless I'm giving an example or someone asks me, or as you pointed out, if I'm talking with my brother or, you know, family members or people who know me from that time. Now the, it's about staying in the driver's seat. So it can be tricky to begin with where uh, let's so when my mum was still alive, I, this is what I experienced with her, especially when she was living with me because so my mum was very, you know, proud of the, uh, the family history and the struggle and all of that. I had changed it all in my subconscious, but I was still interacting with my mum who was still talking about, you know, the old days. And I just separated it in my mind the way we do with movies. So when you go and see a movie, you know that the movie's not real. So you don't buy into it. And that is how, when my mum was talking about the struggle and how, you know, bad things were and all that, in my mind, I had my new childhood, that I was thinking of my new childhood, but I respected what she was talking about. So I wasn't trying to make her stop. I wasn't feeling threatened by that it might be, it might make me uh, lose my... You, you can hold that state and it takes a little practice, but that's the way. So that's one way, or you can imagine that the person, you know, is talking about a dream they had or a movie they had, they had or that they, you know, they're not, they haven't got their, you know, they, they think you're Elvis. So you can, you can use whatever technique will help you to maintain that state of um, holding that new childhood, but still respecting that person's, perspective. So you don't have to change them in order for you to have your uh, new childhood. So I hope that makes sense and that I, it's not too convoluted, but I hope that makes sense. So um, so as for talking to them about the new childhood, it depends on who it is and how open they are. So for example, my sister, I can you know, we we've created new childhood together. We, we she does she's doing the same thing we're doing, so it all makes sense. In fact, she was doing it long before we even came across it. Um, she'd already done it for herself, but with uh, with my mum, for example, I wasn't doing that because I know you know I told her that that's what we do, but it wasn't what she what she um, you know what she wanted to do, and that was absolutely okay. So. It, so with her, I didn't talk about the new childhood. With my sister, I did. So it depends on who it is. The most important thing is that you hold your own state. And then you can, you know, adjust according to who you're speaking to. So I hope that helps. And then the final question there was, and should you write about your childhood on a piece of paper? So you can. And in fact, um, you know, you can, you can have a journal and write the new childhood in the journal. I actually don't. I, I have done. So there have been times where I've written, it, written my new childhood memories. But just the way my brain is, I have it in my head. I practice a few things. I don't have a lot of detail. So um, I know that um, when I think of the, the new childhood, the, the new house I grew up in, in my, I mean, the house I grew up in my new childhood with the swimming pool and everything, the picture is there in my head. So I, I haven't written it down just because I've got it in my head. But for different people, it's different. And like Steve said earlier, some people uh, speak it either, maybe they write it and then read it, or they just tell it into their phone on a recording and then listen to it so whatever works for you and it may be a combination of things steve yeah, you know i was just going to say that the um the act of writing it down we know that scientifically there's some research that shows that it actually kind of sets that in your your brain a little bit more by actually physically writing it down as opposed to typing it um right and i know for if you're somebody like me who's very visual, I noticed that somebody else put something in the chat uh, similar to this, you know, either you're creating some artwork around it. For me, it's just having the, the visual. So when I go back and I look at my, and I, and I am somebody that writes down my stories. So I just kind of will sit down occasionally with my, with my journal and I don't even necessarily read the entire story. It's like I, I have the visual of it and I'm automatically back there. So it's almost like the activity of, of flipping through an old photo album. It's like you just have the, the, the picture is there and it's like, oh, I remember that. And it's like the, the whole scene is right there. That's it, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. 
yes yeah, so uh, do what feels uh what feels that it works for you and you can combine it you know do use different things uh change it according to to what works for you fantastic and so uh there's a <clears throat> i'm pushing a buggy in the sun thanks to all really helpful great material i'll be with you on saturday wonderful we're so looking forward to seeing you then so saturday for anybody uh who's interested is our full day online workshop for changing childhood memories specifically uh, the next one, I would imagine that my subconscious doesn't want me to change. So that, <clears throat> so that is likely why I am feeling like it is a bit, a bit of a battle to do the work consistently. Yes. And that is, and, and you're not alone in that, that, that is a very, um, you know, that's part of our human, the way we're designed. Subconscious tries to keep us from, from doing core changes. So it'll let you change to a certain extent, but when you get when you get too close to transforming, it will try and do whatever it can to keep you safe. And the answer to that, number one, is the superpower. So, you know, being in the superpower state as much as possible. Um, who was it this uh, this morning that was talking about loving uh, um, wonder? The, what wonder was saying about, you know, loving whatever comes up. So as you feel that resistance, uh, to doing the work, to changing the memories or doing whatever the work, love it. Love that. I love that resistance. I love the fact that I don't want to do it, you know, so, so that it helps to diffuse that feeling and then gently move forward anyway. But in that state of love, as soon as you lose the state of love, do whatever it takes to get back into it rather than trying to force yourself to do the work uh, with the memories. All right. So hopefully that helps. Um, I drew pictures. I drew pictures with color crayons, like when I was a kid. Oh, lovely. And that helped get in that state of childhood memories and think about it often throughout the day. Super fun. That's beautiful. That is a wonderful idea. Yes, I love that. I, I want a box of crayons now. <laughs> I love those. I love having, because uh, we never had, you know, the big ones with all the colors. We had kind of secondhand ones. So I, I, I still want to get myself a box of those crayons. And that's a lovely idea. Thank you for sharing that. Love that idea. Uh, good question. Very good. Um, always looking for praise from partner. I'm curious about this one. Where do I go for answers? It seems to be necessary for me to get 100% that he likes the outfit I've chosen. And I, again, that's something else I can identify with. I, um, <clears throat> my mum was like that too, you know, he'd say, so she'd say such and such an idea and you go, oh, that's great. That's great. And she'd go, you don't like it. <laughs> no, I just said it was great, but it's because of that needing. And it, the reason for that is because it's not about getting it now. It's about the child needing it. So when you're in that situation where let's say you've got the outfit and, um, your, your partner is not, it doesn't seem to be, you know, it doesn't, uh, respond the way you would like him to respond. So you're not getting that 100% that you mentioned there. In that moment, take a, mentally take a step back, take a deep breath and go to the child in you and reassure her. Tell her she's perfect, exactly as she is. And you love her and give her a hug. And in your case, have your mum there telling that little you how perfect she is, how she's perfect exactly as she is and she's beautiful. And, and everything that that little you needed to hear do that right in that moment. Then come back to the present and you'll come back from a different perspective. And then you may still want some more information, but then it will be, you will be in, a, in, a, in an empowered state. So it will be more likely where you will say, um, okay, thank you for that. And what do you think specifically about such and such? Rather than feeling like, you know what I mean? It won't be emotional. It will be more strategic. Does that help? Good. Very good. All right. And, oh, sorry, I see Steve has already, uh, has already answered that. So that's good. You've got a double answer there. Um, good job. Uh, thank you very, you're very welcome, sweetheart. And so <clears throat> let's, let's do the work. So take a deep breath, close your eyes and get into your superpower state. 
either by using your word or your phrase or by practicing the exercise, however you get into that state. Feel your heart opening, feel that expansion in your heart, that light or energy shining out from you. Feel your heart expanding and feel that light or energy going down to your toes, up to the top of your head and out to your fingertips. So you're now full of that beautiful light, that energy. Love each of the 50 trillion cells that make up your body. Love each one just for existing. Very good. And now imagine the little you, fill that little you with that same love, that light, that energy, just for existing, beautiful, perfect child. And imagine that light or energy expanding from you and the little you and filling the whole room you're in. Feel that stretch, feel that expansion like an angel stretching their wings. Feel that energy, that power stretching out from you, expanding. Very, very good. And now let's send that light or energy to Boguslava and feel it filling her from the tips of her toes to the top of her head and out to her fingertips. So she's now full of that light, that energy, that love. Love, Bogislava, just for existing. Very good. Now imagine that light or energy overflowing from Bogislava and filling her son from the tips of his toes to the top of his head and out to his fingertips, and then forming a beautiful, powerful energetic hazmat suit around him protecting him and love him just for existing very good now let's go to Katrina and fill Katrina with that same love that light that energy from the tips of her toes to the top of her head and out to her fingertips so she's full of that light, that energy, that pure, unconditional love. Love, Katrina, just for existing. Very good. And now imagine that light or energy overflowing from Katrina and filling her partner from the tips of his toes to the top of his head out to his fingertips so he's full of that love, that light. Love him just for existing. Very, very good. And now let's go to Kara. Imagine Kara being filled with that same light, that energy, that love. From the tips of her toes to the top of her head, out to her fingertips, so she's full of that light, that energy, that pure, unconditional love. Love, Kara, just for existing. Very, very good. And now to Caro. And imagine Caro being filled with that same light or energy from the tips of her toes to the top of her head out to her fingertips. Fill Caro with that same light or energy and love Caro just for existing. Pure, unconditional love. Very good. And now on to wonder. And imagine wonder being filled with that same love, that light, that energy from the tips of her toes to the top of her head, out to her fingertips. So she's now full of that beautiful energy, that light. Love, wonder, just for existing. 
good job. And now onto Lisa. And fill Lisa with that same light, that energy, from the tips of her toes to the top of her head, out to her fingertips. Love Lisa just for existing. Pure, unconditional love. Very, very good. And now Carrie. Fill Carrie with that same light or energy from the tips of her toes to the top of her head, out to her fingertips. Pure, unconditional love. Love Carrie just for existing. Good job. And now to everyone who's on this call who don't have their cameras on, so all those who are incognito today, send that same love, that light, that energy. Fill each of them from the tips of their toes to the top of their head, out to their fingertips. With that light, that energy, that pure, unconditional love, love each one just for existing. Good job. And now send that light, that energy, that love to your childhood. Imagine your whole childhood being filled with that beautiful, unconditional love. See that little you filled with that unconditional love and notice how powerful that little thing is. See that energy, that light shining out from that little you, surrounding you, protecting you and filling everything and everyone around you with that same love, that light, that energy. Very good. And now thinking about you later today, imagine you later today and love that version of you with that same love, light, that energy, from the tips of that version of you's toes to the top of the head and out to the fingertips. Love you just for existing, perfect exactly as you are. Very, very good. And you can open your eyes. And how is that for everyone? Good. Very good. So uh, unmute yourself or uh, let us know if you've got any questions or comments or you pop them in the chat. Ah, thank you, Caro. That's, that's the first time I've seen that used, actually, that thumbs up thing. Very nice. Fantastic. I like that. Good job. All right. So um, super powerful. Good. Lovely. Thank you. You're very welcome. Fantastic. And Katrina, yeah. Yes, I just want to say, yeah, that was super powerful. Oh, and, good. Yeah, and I'm so, so grateful. The little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. Very, very good. Yay, I'm so glad. You're very, very welcome. It is, it is literally my pleasure. And, you know, as you've probably all discovered, that as we fill someone you know when we're being filled with it it's amazing it's wonderful and then when you go from that to sending i've got waves of goosebumps as i'm saying this when you go from that to sending it to someone else it just amps it up even more so i i'm i'm thrilled that we have so many um attending these things as well because it gives a lot of really nice practice there yay i'm so glad and thank you so much for sharing that uh, sharing your experience of that. Um, we, we, we so appreciate hearing how things work for you because of course that helps us to keep going and, and, you know, keep moving forward and creating more and that kind of thing. Yay. All right then. So have a wonderful rest of your day and this evening, keep up the momentum as much as you can. Uh, someone says, uh, I, I've seen everyone with me playing as children and coloring. Yes, I love that, Lisa. So that's, that's a great idea. So imagine all of us as children playing together. That's a beautiful, beautiful idea. 
this sharing together really is so fantastic yes and this is why i love you know steve does all our one-to-one work he works with all our clients one-to-one and he loves that and uh, you know i don't mind it but i love groups because of because of this connection between each other i love the support i love the the benefits that everyone gets from everyone else and, and the feeling of togetherness so this is me in my element <laughs> so uh all right well have have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and we will see you same time tomorrow keep practicing keep doing it you're doing brilliantly all of you lots of love to all of you bye bye now